Welcome to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate. Hello, everyone. I'm just dropping in with a quick note at the top of the show. The following podcast was recorded and produced by the students of the 2023 Leadership Academy for their final project. The goal of the St. Louis Realtors Leadership Academy is to give members a chance to shape their future as a leader by improving team building and communication skills, expanding their knowledge of the community programs and government initiatives that relate to real estate, increasing Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Brittany Bonds. Much more. I'm Reese Lukacic. And we are Realtors Academy, Academy, you Association. can do so at www. We are also here to represent the 2023 Leadership Academy class. And today we are going to be talking to you guys about homeowner resources as a part of our five series podcast. This is episode four. Brittany, home ownership is very important to know about. You need to maintain your home to keep the value. There's a lot of moving parts and details. Um, tell us a little bit about what you should do when you find something that might be an issue in your home or something breaks. Yeah, absolutely. So one important thing to remember is that there's always going to be something that goes wrong. So if something does go wrong after you purchase your home, the first step is remain calm, okay? We have things in place for these exact purposes. So the first thing that I would suggest is to reach out to the qualified professional of whatever situation that you're dealing with. For example, if you are having an issue with your furnace, make sure that you reach out to an HVAC technician so someone can come and diagnose the problem. What we don't want to do is start diagnosing the problems ourselves because we do not know what we're talking about. We want to get the professionals out there to tell us. And then the second step, once we figure out what exactly is going on, we then want to reach out to our home warranty or our home insurance and then find ways that they can help assist us further. Absolutely. that's Those are some great bits of advice. I think that it's important to have a professional look at something first and tell us that it's probably not as bad as we originally thought. And most times it's not. Um, a lot of times houses go through what we call house shock, right? There may be homes that have been vacant for quite some time. You may be moving a family into a home that was uh, used to be occupied by a single occupant. So when we start to move in and use the house in different ways than the previous owner, the house has to adjust. You know, so for example, with the furnace situation, if you have lots of kids and lots of pets, um, you might end up needing a little bit more AC, right? And so you crank that thing lower and that furnace hasn't been used in that way. So it has a bit of a shock. And we just got to, you know, roll with the punches and see how we can adjust the home to fit our needs. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Riso, can you tell me what is, there's a lot <sighs> of discrepancies between homeowners, um, homeowners insurance and the home warranty. What does the home warranty cover? Sure. Uh, home warranty is in place to cover systems and appliances in your home after you move in or, or if you've already moved in. A lot of times the coverage will last about a year or you can pay for longer terms. Um, your systems include electrical, plumbing, um, you know, your water, um, things of that nature. And then you'll have your appliances, which would be your kitchen appliances, refrigerator, dishwasher, or your, your HVAC, your heating and cooling, air conditioning unit, your furnace, things of that nature. So what those warranties will do is if something goes wrong or you have to have a repair, they'll bring an expert in and they will diagnose it. A lot of times they'll uh, attempt to repair it first. If not, then they'll they'll replace the unit or the part that needs uh, needs to be fixed. 
Um, normally there's an deductible with that and all warranties are different. They all cover um, a little bit more or less on one piece or, or another of your home. So make sure you talk to that expert uh, warranty company before you purchase knowing what, what it covers. Okay. So what about home insurance? Where does home insurance come into play? So home insurance um, is a little bit different in that um, it covers uh, your home against a disaster or some, mm -hmm. some kind of happening that causes damage to it. Um, it's not necessarily where uh, a system will wear out. Uh, or, or, or what have you, you have maybe like a flood or a fire or some wind damage, your insurance agent would send out an adjuster to take a look at the damage to assess what, what happened and what needs to be done. Again, there would be a deductible for those uh, happenings, um, but a lot of times there's also a lot of options that you can purchase or add to your coverage that would include you know, um, your exterior structures like a shed or a garage, mm -hmm. Um, you can also have your personal items, you know, like your clothing or jewelry covered within the policy that you have. Um, but it's there's a lot of details there as well. You want to make sure that you consult an insurance agent so that you have all of your options covered when you go for that. A lot of times when you have lending or a mortgage on your home, they will require you to have that insurance. So knowing the details on that is very important. Normally, um, as a realtor, obviously, we encounter a lot of buyers that are purchasing a home it's important to know about that home, Brittany. So uh, we do inspections, and that's part of the sale contract that we have from the board certified contracts. What inspections would you suggest? What's important to look for when going into that when going into that category? Yeah, absolutely. That's a very important question. Um, so there are a handful of inspections that you should always get, um, and those are going to be the building inspection. The building inspection is going to cover everything in and out of the building. We're looking at roof. We're looking at your systems like your furnace, your AC. We're looking at um, if there's any leaks in your bathrooms and all of that good stuff. So that way, essentially, after that inspection, you're going to have a, a good s snapshot of the condition of the actual home. The second inspection that we recommend is going to be a sewer lateral. So what happens here is a professional will come out and they will send a camera scope through the sewer lines underneath your home to ensure that there are no cracks or breaks, um, root tree root intrusions, anything like that, that could potentially cause uh, any future issues with your sewer lines because those can get pretty pricey. And we definitely want to make sure that we're ahead of the game on that. The third inspection would be a termite pest inspection. Termites are wood-eating insects, and they can eat through the wood in your home, and they could cause some serious uh, structural uh uh, serious structural damages, um, and we want to make sure that we're getting ahead of that game. Now, if the home has termites, there are fixes to that. We can get that addressed, but we want to make sure that we know exactly if there has been any damage that has already occurred, uh, and we want to make sure that we get that fixed. Another one would be radon. A lot of people don't know much about radon. Um, it's become a lot more um, popular over the last decade or so. Um, and basically what it is, it's a natural gas that's emitted from the ground up. And it is a very harmful gas to our health. Um, now, if, uh, if the home is high in radon, this can be mitigated. Um, and it's not that expensive in the grand scheme of things. So it's one of those inspections you don't want to cheap out on because it has a, a big lasting effect on your health, but it could be handled so simply. And then the last one that I usually recommend is going to be a gas inspection. Again, gas is one of those things that we do not want to mess around with. We want to make sure there are no gas leaks uh, with your furnace, your stove, anything like that. But we want to make sure that the gas is all up to compliance when it comes to code and stuff like that. 
Um, again, we don't want any surprises. We don't want any gas leaks that we don't know about. Um, so the more knowledge you have, the better you'll be. Now, depending on the person, there are some additional inspections that you can add on. Um, for example, mold. Um, not everyone will get a mold test straight out of the gate, but sometimes when you get that building inspection, the inspector may say, hey, there looks like there might be some signs of mold or you might be very sensitive to mold and that is something that is on your list at the very start. So it really depends. You as the buyer have the full the full ability to add whatever inspection that you want. We just recommend that you start with at least those five that I mentioned. Absolutely. Yeah, those are very important to know about your home when going in, um, especially if, you know, you have a family or, you know, uh, just knowing about the, the, the things that might come up during during the home ownership process. On the other side, um, when you go to sell a home, obviously you're going to also have things that you'll want to update or repair. Um, what are some of the most important things that you can think of that might be yeah. good information for sellers? Absolutely. Well, the first thing is you really need to put yourself in the buyer's shoes because you actually are in their shoes because you're, you're likely purchasing a new home yourself. So if there are things that are going to be a concern to you, like I would mentioned, mold, if there's like a wall where it looks like it's a little sketchy, then you need to address that. If there are something that you, some things that you know that are wrong with your systems or your AC is on its last leg, that's something that should likely be addressed. Um, so it's a lot of those things are going to be kind of just uh, looking at the home, looking at the condition, what has you know, kind of went downhill since you've bought it and just make sure everything is up to date, up to code. Now, if you are looking to add a uh, value to your home and looking to do some upgrades, I would say the main focus for me would be your curb appeal because that's what's going to draw people in and uh, make people even want to look at your house in the first place. But I would also say your kitchen and your bathrooms are going to be the areas where you have the most opportunity to gain some value. And I'm not talking a full remodel, you know, if that's not in the budget, but some things that I would maybe focus on first are appliances. If you have outdated appliances, outdated fridge, microwave, things like that. Um, if you need some painting done in the house, just to kind of give it a little facelift, you know, make it feel a little bit more refreshed. Um, and then bathrooms as well. So doing a little bit of updating to the bathrooms. Uh, and one thing that I see a lot, uh, the old tile that you see in the <laughs> older homes. Absolutely. Um, you can paint that. If you <laughs> if you have pink or green tile in your bathroom, paint it white and then make a few little uh, updates along the way and then bam, it looks like you have a fully renovated bathroom. Great idea. So, Risto, if, you, if you're looking to sell but you don't have extra money to make any upgrades or even repair the things that need attention, what do you do? If you're going to sell, obviously you want the first impression to be the most important. So your curb appeal, like you mentioned, having your bushes and you know everything trimmed and nice on the outside, first impression, impressions are very important, um, and clean and organized on the inside. Everything should be put up and personal items should be put away. Uh, surfaces should be clean. That's the best thing that you can do on a budget. Just making sure everything's nice, appealing. Look. Another thing that you can look at are, uh, you know, your marketing remarks when you go in public. You may offer an inspection to let people know, hey, there's some peace of mind knowing about the house. There's parts of this home that the inspector has looked at, and this is this is what you're in for. So that gives people the feeling that you're you're pretty honest with them, and and they're they're willing to look at your home um, a little bit closer in that in that regard. Um, you know, some of the other uh, companies in town that may offer repair or updates when uh, they can defer the payment for closing. Mm -hmm. So important to know, like a company called Curbio, there's a company called CRS. Um, they will come in, do updates, repairs to your home, 
and will allow you to pay for those repairs after the closing, after you receive proceeds from the sale. That's a great option. Yeah. Um, one other thing that uh, I know we were talking about was the um, credits. So if you know there's something maybe with your roof that needs a little bit of addressing and you have an expert come in, they take a look at that, they give an estimate or your or your air conditioning unit or something of that nature, they tell you, hey, it's going to cost you maybe $2,000 or so. That can be offered as a credit to the buyer and that gives them some peace of mind as well. So during the process, they'll understand that you're willing to work with them and that you're honest with them and that gives them a good a good feeling about your home. Perfect. So in short, just be honest, get ahead of the problem and it'll all work itself out. Absolutely. Awesome. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Risto. And thank you guys for listening and tuning in. If you are a homeowner or you're thinking about buying a home, I hope you found some value in this conversation. And if you have any more questions, you know where to find us. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you for listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.